This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome back, couch potatoes and TV junkies, and greetings from beautiful Miami, Florida. I'm your host, one of your hosts, uh, Robert. I'm sitting here with co-host, compadre, uh, partner in crime, Rich. How you doing, Rich? Taking the show on the road, on the road, baby. Back to home, back to Florida State. And we have our... Uh, is this going to be our second Not to be confused guest? with Florida Capital. Right. <laughs> That's right. Um, is this going to be our second guest uh, host? Third. Third. That's Third, right. we've had Tope, That's Adam right. Joe, Spencer Hamilton. Tope. And, now, and now, the man himself... This is so weird because I'm like a fanboy, actually, of this fucking show. I fucking love Picked Up, so it's like really weird right now. Augie Artillis, everybody. We make dreams come true. This is, this is amazing. It's Thanks. the best. Thanks for making my make-a-wish come true, guys. Thank you, Augie, you for like hosting. You guys like the John Cena of the podcast world. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that great? You can actually make res- wrestling references on oh, this yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hell yeah. Thank you for having us, Augie. And Tito the dog. We're all chilling here. So, yeah. Yes, we are. Here we are. We escaped the Chicago cold for we a little did. bit. We did. We did. It was, it was kind of awesome. Uh, Robert, you left for a little while. Um, and for no reason, like, I'm, I'm walking around my house and I'm like, where the, f- where the fuck is Rich? And he's, like, sitting outside of my backyard. And I come on here and I go, dude, what's wrong? Are you all right? And he's like, nah. And he goes, I just, I just realized that I, I can't do this in Chicago. So I just want to just come outside and sit outside. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You really appreciate it so much more. After 28 years of living in South Florida, I definitely took it for, well, in Florida, I definitely took it for granted just this time of year. Oh, my God. It's completely different. I mean, it's, you're right. You cannot, you cannot go outside, let alone sit and enjoy yourself. Well, we've just been talking about the weather for a minute and a half, Uh, but that's fine. Augie, what you been watching, bro? Uh, well, the typical stuff I watch, like, uh, because Breaking Bad's over, I'm, like, watching Better Call Saul, uh-huh. Walking Dead. You like that so far? It's all right. It's a slow start, slow burn, but I, I see it's they're, building, they're the building up to something. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not disappointed, so it's, it's all right. It's been entertaining along the way. Yeah, which is hard to do with a spinoff slash sequel. Yeah. You, you know, well, prequel. Or, yeah, prequel. Um, and then I've been telling you guys all this a lot. I, this is technically the second anime I've ever watched in my life because I used to watch Dragon Ball Z, but Attack on Titan is fucking phenomenal. You've been about Attack on Titan. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, again, we run across... Well, we haven't run across one yet, but there's a lot of anime on Netflix. There's a very distinct possibility we're going to hit one of those sooner or later. And the problem is, okay, Attack on Titan is not a problem because it's only like 20-some-odd episodes, but if you guys get some other anime like naruto or something like that and you happen to fall in love with it you guys are fucked because there's like 300 400 episodes of these fucking things and you will be like that that's it like your life will be over i will not be fucked because i go cold turkey on virtually everything we watch (laughs) (laughs) he really does whereas i 100 (laughs) percent would be fucked I'm, i'm partially shocked i heard on the one of the other shows that you re-watched Parks and Rec? Yeah. How many episodes are there of that? Uh, Like, over 100, like 137. And for no reason, like, you're caught up, and you're just like, ah, I'm just going to re-watch it in the middle because I can. It is a, it's one of my favorite shows of all time now. Was- I've been, I, I think I've asked you twice so far on this trip if you've watched Parks and Rec at all, yeah. and you need to. Um, 
another thing about uh yeah about anime like i've heard of plenty of anime like i have a feeling like if we get cowboy bebop i have no idea if that's on there but it's like i'm screwed there's probably by now like a thousand of those i have yeah. no idea i will say um it is important that rich watches because it's kind of like how like a pregnant lady eats for two like rich watches for two like i come home <laughs> he does <laughs> This is how I catch most of my TV, everybody. All you listeners. <laughs> Rich makes it happen. I come home, and if it were just me, I'd probably do something gay and, like, not watch TV. But I come home, and Rich has Parks and Rec on, or Boondocks on. Really, anything we've been able to talk about yeah. is because Rich and, – and then I love it. And then I'm like, why don't I do this all the time? I, I, I never – I guess I never thought that I could rewatch something because I'm just like, I've already seen it. I was the same way. But – I just started recently because I was showing my mom um, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And we're, I've, we've, we've plowed through the first season already. Yeah. And I'm like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, you see, you see the like, layers. You're, you're seeing the layers and you're sitting there going, they must have known the entire time where this was going to. And you're sitting there going, this is awesome. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. And just not to get into a whole big thing because we could for a while, but I'm of the mindset that they didn't. That they and that I know that it's so well written and there's like motifs that you see from the start, but I, like I said, I'm of the impression that they didn't. Know. I'm I and I cut the middle. I feel like they knew big picture where it was gonna go, mm-hmm. but obviously, like a lot of things, like Jesse Pinkman wasn't supposed to make it out of the first season, so they obviously didn't know about that. And that's the thing, I don't want like okay, to an extent, I want them to know how it's gonna end because I don't want them to like fuck it up, with, you know, yeah. any show for that matter. Yeah. But like, at the same time, I don't want it to be 100% scripted from beginning to end for all whatever seasons because it's like shit happens. Like people fall, people fall in love. Fluid or anything. Yeah, people fall in love with certain characters or people start yeah. to hate certain characters. And if people hate this one character yeah. and that's part of your fucking script from beginning to end, it's like, well, fuck, now I got to deal with this asshole. And then you're Vince McMahon. Yeah, or I got yeah <laughs> Vince McMahon, or I got to deal with fucking Skyler the entire goddamn. I ain't fucking hated Skyler and Bert. Right or now. you got to deal with fucking Gordon's wife or some. Asshole oh, like shit. that. Yeah. Uh, I, do, Mooney. I do have to say I'm a little bit. I do have a little, a little bit nervous about this uh, Netflix randomizer because when Tope was on the show, you guys got fucking Tinga Tinga tails. So I feel like we're gonna get some sort of like Cuban spick refy ass shit. Now that I'm on the fucking show, I can say it because I'm Cuban. I don't oh, give wow. a fuck. This is the second time today I've heard you say refy, and I've and of all my time living down here, I've never heard that. You've never heard of refy? No. First time I ever heard red. Refi was it like a BuzzFeed article about terms for well, Miami. For those that don't, I mean, I'm sure you probably figured it out, but Refi is just like you're fresh off the boat. You're like a yes. refugee. You're just you're well, you're. This a, is also a great show. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, just you just you look at them and you're just like, oh man, you just got here. You know what I mean? That's like you're just like you're Refi. So yeah, I just feel like we're gonna get something like that. You know, like we're gonna get like Salo Gigante or something like that. It's gonna be on fucking Netflix. <laughs> what hey. the fuck are y'all fucking barking at? That's, all, that's authentic right there. Guys, if you've never been to Miami or Augie's house, for that matter, come on down sometime. He's people, a great host. People, people are saying, like, the biggest white trash person ever. <laughs> and it ain't going to help when we post a picture and I'm, like, in a wife beater and shorts and shit. Right? It's okay, man. Yeah, it's whatever. okay. Whatever. This is... They, they know your brand. That's why I'm and on a podcast. Don't... You don't have to see me. You just got to fucking listen to my shit. Um, shall we go to some... Twitter feedback and stuff? Yes, or? absolutely. All right. Uh, on Twitter, uh, we got some great feedback to last week's picture uh, yes. that we posted from Carolyn Roberts at HIH Carolyn from the Heels and Heels podcast. 
Uh, I don't care what show it is, but that headband is everything right now. That was Hashtag genius. on trend. That's what should have been written when it was posted. So thank you very much. Uh, from at Owen James Brenna. Uh, gotta have beers if you're podcasting. Uh, hashtag <laughs> hoot. So that was just, you know, good on us for having beers while we're podcasting. We're doing it again right now. Oh, I thought I thought you said beards. No, gotta beers. have beards while you're podcasting. Well, that too. That too. I, have a, I have a feeling that the percentages show that most podcasters do have a beard. Yes. Male or female. And uh, from uh, uh, Lily underscore Nelson underscore uh, as just a, a caption to the picture. Damn, I look good. So if you want some context to that, uh, check out that picture on our Twitter at Picked Up Pod. Uh, some feedback from last episode. Yes. Uh, me- many times referenced on the show, Otto Aiken uh, tweeted at us, as a Will Forte fan, I felt last man on earth didn't play to his strengths. I enjoyed Kristen Schaal's character more. Solid B grade. She's the other person on the show, by the way. Good for her. Good. I'm a huge oh, fan of her. Spoiler alert. Yeah. She's not the last man on. Thank well, God. Well, he's the last man on earth. Well, thank God, because I like when I saw the premise, I was like, that can only go so far. If he That's has nobody to interact Robert with, said, yeah, only can go so far. But technically, he's still the last man on earth. Uh, and then all, <laughs> Lily also tweeted at us. Uh, Prob's my favorite episode yet. Love Teen Titans and Batman. Thank you, Lily. Um, and we also got a super cool email. From uh, Aaron Razum <sighs> at Neutrino Bunny on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, says, hey, guys, love the show. And this is mostly for Robert. Just a heads up, if you, didn't, if you don't know, Jeff Johns is a writer producer on the CW Flash show, which is really good. You should check it out if you haven't. It's not only really good, it's not afraid to actually have fun. I remember you briefly mentioned Arrow at some point, which is in the same TV universe and has a couple crossovers, but there's Scuttlebutt. I meant to bring this up, actually. Uh, there's Scuttlebutt that a new TV show may be coming up that will feature team-ups of the various heroes that have appeared on Flash and Arrow, like mm-hmm. the Atom and Firestorm. Heck yeah. Have, have either of you seen any episodes of Arrow? Because my sister's like been begging me to watch it with her. And I'm yeah, just, she and, hit and us to, up to watch it as well. Yeah, and and, I want to watch it. And to me, like it looked kind of like girly, but like she was explaining, she goes, no, it's not. It's like a comic, it's a, like a comic yeah. book superhero TV show. And I was like, really? It just looks girly. But I don't know. I don't know if, have you seen any episodes, Robert? No, I have not, but I, everything that I hear is of the line that, yeah, it's really enjoyable. I have yeah. yet to hear anyone, like, comic fan or otherwise say, like, I really no. disliked it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and there's also been some civilian names of several DC characters mentioned in passing, so uh, so effectively like a live-action Brave and the Bold. That's, thank you. See this guy, or wait, who's this, guy or lady? Lady. This lady knows what she's talking about. The Brave and the Bold is what it would be called. Uh, uh, keep up the great work. Love listening. P.S. Captain Cold and several of the rogues ga- uh, rogues have shown up on the Flash, and they've been pretty badass. Heck yeah! Thank you so much. We uh, I don't know. I'm gonna start. Oh, I'm gonna start tweeting things out. I'm gonna start Do tweeting it. out comic covers to you, wonderful, uh, you wonderful listeners, providing feedback. And if you don't, I'll just I'll just indulge and. Uh, you know, I'll just do a favor for all you listeners. Yeah. And tweet out some excellent flash covers. And 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 this is just to further on my my vendetta and feud with Otto. Otto, you've probably seen it by now, I hope so, but I'm gonna post a video that we took earlier in our stay here. That's a just a, that's a shot of you, brother. Rich is cutting a promo against Otto right now. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Otto is the Matt Damon to the Jimmy Kimmel show. 
<laughs> for you guys. It is like, just keep shitting on him. Nobody knows who the fuck he is. Nobody, like, ever, he's never been on a show yet. He will be. He's just talking shit. He will. Uh, he has written himself uh, on social media that he's accepted his role as the heel of yes. TSF alumni. <laughs> For the record, I love Otto. I just, I just love that gimmick of like you guys just shitting on him constantly. It was awesome. Uh, by the way, Otto... Uh, I never got to personally thank you for this entire little story that you guys had. I have a motherfucking clapper, Rich. Didn't you post a picture of that shit or a video? Uh, no, that's the video I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. I will say it. <laughs> I will say. I will say. It is a little bit annoying when you put that shit in your living room and you're always hosting people over because any two sound vibrations that occur, that shit's constantly going off and constantly turning back on. I'll be coughing, uh, watching TV. So it's so, a blessing and a curse. Yes. I think I need to move the clapper up to my room where it's a little bit more quiet. Uh, that's what? pretty much my analytics of uh, the clapper. <laughs> <laughs> How many stars do you give that on Amazon? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, two, because it's got two claps. Shall we? Yeah. That was, yeah. You're lucky we don't do that here. Oh, boy. Well, get on up. We're going to do this. All righty. Oh, yeah. So for you first-time listeners, what we're going to do is use the Flix Roulette. Our, oh, yeah. That's right. We totally didn't explain our, this. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're using the Netflix randomizer that we have that is going to randomly choose a show. Um, if it is on streaming, yep. If it is on streaming, what we're going to do is watch the pilot episode, and it's going to be dope. So uh, I'm going to pass the mic off and uh, let Augie and Rich take it over. Are right, you ready? Yeah, let's go. Are you ready for this? I'm excited. You excited? Let's Nervous. do this. You wrap me up. The fuck? Good rating. <laughs> uh, Okay, it's... Midsummer murder, well, midsummer murders, but it's Britishly spelt. From 1997, our oldest show yet, Netflix rating of 4.1. This long-running British detective drama centers first on the efforts of Detective Chief Inspector Tom Barnaby, love that name, and later on those of his younger cousin, DCI John Barnaby, to crack hard-to-solve crimes in the fictional English country of Midsummer. All right, well. Sorry, man. Oh, no, don't. I, whatever. Let's find out. Is that? Robert, tell me. Is that Gordon? Oh, not Gordon. Is that uh, uh, Alfred? Look at the cat. Look at the cat. You have John. Well, well we don't know what Alfred's name is. That but is possible. I'll look into that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got pretty much effectively the opposite of really what what you thought we would. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, let me say this. Midsummer Murders. Is the Attack on Titan of <laughs> British serial crime dramas from the nineties? So Listen, I just want to let you know. That. It would have been it would have been a miracle if we got an Attack on Titan. But also, this looks interesting. I mean, Netflix rating four point one yeah. is not bad. Well, let's see if it's even on there because I know Netflix has been taking some stuff on and off recently. So uh, let's, check let's see. Let's check it out. If it's not, can we just watch Sherlock? <laughs> it's adjacent. I think so. Um, but I mean, we'll pick again and it'll be Sherlock. Um, cool. So shall we? Yes, we shall. Everybody, please hang with us. Uh, if it's here, we are going to be watching it. If not, we're going to make another selection, but hang on one second. We will see you after the break. TV junkies. We are back. We have a special set of circumstances going on right now. 
we have not watched the pilot episode of Midsummer Murders because, um, Augie, Rich, how long was the pilot episode of this TV show? So, 102 minutes. Okay, which, 102 minutes. Which right now, it is like a Thursday night, 7 o'clock. There's bunch people, we have a bunch of people coming over here to hang out with us. Uh, also, and, and regardless of people coming over or not, like, Robert and I are down here from Chicago, like, essentially on vacation. Uh, if it was a, a you know, 11-minute ro- robot chicken scenario, cool. If it was a 22-minute sitcom, sweet. 42-minute, you know, drama. We could, that's doable. Um, I don't want to spend 102 minutes watching British people talk in Miami. Guys, we have a lot of fun on this show, okay? But I want everyone listening to know that there's more to life than television. <laughs> Hold on. When you're in a beautiful place with wonderful friends, sometimes you have to call an audible. I'll propose this because it is it does look interesting, and apparently it was good because it's got 15 fucking seasons. And to keep the integrity of the show alive. Yeah. I'm totally down to watch it, and then when you guys get back to Chicago, we'll Skype in and we'll do it. You should probably just put some sort of blip in there so that you don't have those people that pause it. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 no. Because it's usually the music or whatever, and that's when people know. But, okay. yeah, so hopefully... God, I hope you didn't, like, jump the gun and watch this already. <laughs> this will be... <laughs> if well, you did, I am If you sorry. did, if you did, just wait for a future episode because this will be an yes. episode. This, just we'll not do this right down now. The road. We will Skype you in for an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. But it's 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 it looked interesting because there's 15 yeah. seasons and each season has anywhere between 5 to like 7 or 8 episodes because they're movies when, essentially. When Rich and I got 90210 and it was like how long was that? Was it like 70 minutes? It that was, was Yeah, it was a like a a back-to-back premiere episode. So, again, so yeah. It's like double size. But again, it's me and Rich. This is our thing. We're having yeah. fun. It's fucking there's, 10 degrees. We're outside. not going to go outside and play volleyball. Exactly. There's we're in a house that doesn't have cable, you know. Yeah. We're going to do it. So, what we're going to do, everybody, is we're going to spin again. In the words of Jalen Rose, not going to be able to do it! <laughs> <laughs> but we are, we, I, 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 legit, I want to do this on another show, so just let me know when we'll do it. We'll title it correctly so <laughs> you guys never, know that we're going to watch it, actually, and we're going to do this shit. We have never defaulted on a valid selection, and we won't. We will do this one. However, for the sake of time. Before you spin, let Robert get his phone right yeah, again. Yeah, we we're going to spin again. So. Yes. Yeah, so hold hold on to that picture for when we do air that. Which I'm sure yes, wasn't excited because me and Rich both had this look of like, yeah. what the fuck I'm was that? I'm going to have to archive that yeah. one. All right. Okay. All right, go ahead. Take another picture. All right, let's spin again. <laughs> I feel so bad. I know. I do, too. I feel like we're cheating the system. Okay. <laughs> okay. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> All right. There's something about this. This there's is something, in line with Tope. This is in line with Tope. God damn it. We got Wild Animal <laughs> Baby Explorers <laughs> from 2010. 3.0 oh, rating. I'm excited. This preschool oriented nature series uses animated characters and, and live action footage. To expose kids to the fascinating world of wild animals. Already I have that really old Tim Keck bit stuck in my head about baby geniuses. Uh, or, or baby Einstein. An entertaining and curious gang of animals introduces kids to exotic beasts from throughout the world. Tinga Tinga Tails 2. <laughs> Be <laughs> careful. Five times yep. fast. Tinga Tinga Tails 2. Tinga Tinga Tails 2. Ah, fuck, I give up. 
There's no free lunches in nature. Okay, you, if you're gonna, it is. It's like Jurassic Park. You don't just get to like monkey around with the system and then get off scot free. This is gonna be sixty-five minutes. <laughs> well, let's find out, shall we? Okay, everybody, we're gonna take a look. Make sure that it's available for streaming, and hopefully not an hour and even forty you, minutes long. Even if you're a completist, do not watch this show. Okay, so everyone hang tight one more time. This should go off, uh, hopefully. Without a hitch. Without a hitch. So we'll catch you after the break. Hey everyone, we're back. <laughs> what the fuck? So we just watched the first episode of Wild Animal Babies. Yeah, I keep fucking it up. This is why kids are dumb. <laughs> Wild Animal Baby Explorers. Thank you. Well, I man, I I don't I feel bad. Like I don't know. It was a long fourteen minutes. I feel like it's like. That I got like lobotomized a little bit. Full disclosure. <laughs> because the way that they're set up on Netflix. Yes. This is, this is really another apology if you watch this whole thing. Because once I saw another, they split this up into like two separate episodes into one block of television. Yes. So once I saw another fucking intro song, I said, pump the brakes. We gotta have a little conversation about what we're gonna do. Here. If we didn't have, if we didn't have a hundred and and uh, two minutes for like quality British television, we certainly don't have fourteen minutes <laughs> I, for fucking let me, nonsense. Let me sincerely apologize to those of you who have watched one hundred and twenty nine minutes <laughs> of shit that we only went fourteen minutes through. I'm sorry if you fucking committed. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, but uh, uh, I thought you just dropped your beer. Listen, okay, I don't know. I didn't watch Tinga Tinga Tales. You guys tell me, but this is supposed to be educational, and they eventually got around to some education. But it was like, r- really? All right, education for children's programming doesn't constitute them learning anything. It it involves, um, it constitutes occupying their attention, like. Everyone, like all these children's, I don't know, creative programmers or whatever, are like full of shit. This is just bright colors. This is like little kids like ecstasy. Like there's nothing educational or redeeming about this, in my opinion. Well, all right. And we'll get to the show in a minute. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but this is in the same vein as like Baby Einstein, Baby Geniuses. And I talked about that Tim Keck joke earlier, which is about like teaching kids about hippopotamuses. And like, oh, they're big, and they live in the water, and, and this kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, Slide no. Slide whistle. Woo. 
and it's really like the most dangerous animal. And here's a hippopotamus mauling a Nigerian man. It's a really good. I don't know if it's on YouTube or not. Uh, so like that's sort of essentially the vibe that these shows should kind of have is like uh, approach it from like at least drop some facts in there so you can get that little educational and informational little sticker that they get at the top of every show. This episode was entitled Sled Stuck Slash Pocket Protector. Spoiler alert, we didn't get to Pocket Protector. Now I'm wondering what in the fuck that would even be about. Kang oh. Kangaroos. Yeah. Yeah, because let me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I didn't make this show. It's just. Okay. This entire show could not figure out what it was, where it was, or what it was doing. This entire show was nothing but non sequiturs. Here's, here's who, who did make this show. This show was essentially made by the National Wildlife Federation. This show was based off a children's magazine published that was published for 10 years. It was discontinued in 2002, and the characters from this show were based from that magazine. In fact, there was a search page in each issue where uh, uh, children would be directed to find animals from a list within the picture, and the mascot, Sammy Skunk, appears on five pages out the magazine for children to try and find. The show, it's our first 3D animated show, so that's cool. That's true. That's true, especially given the prevalence of 3D animation in all kinds of, um, in all television today. If we're going to compare to Tinga Tinga Tales, right off the bat, uh, Tinga Tinga Tales had a, a far superior intro song. Yeah. I, His uh, groove. This was just, wild animal babies. Oh, it's, there is, I mean, I don't want to stop this line of discussion, but there's no comparison. I mean, the show is, <laughs> is like. I don't know. I saw, okay, you know what? I saw something that was better than this show. And I was at Target the other day and I was in like the, the pharmacy slash like medical section or whatever. And I saw a humidifier that was shaped like a froggy. And I think that alone is better than what this show had to offer. Deal. I'll, <laughs> I'll pick that up. Um, you know, actually, we could kind of, uh, to get a feel for the show and really immerse ourselves in the, in the, the experience. We can talk the way they talked on the show. So I'll go ahead and say something. And then you can finish up. The dialogue on this show was so disjointed. Yes. It felt like it was trying to do something like like a Blue's Clues or like a Door of the Explorer and where they get the kids involved and get them pointing at the screen and get their smudgy yeah. little fingerprints on but your fucking TV screen. But they didn't do it. They didn't commit to that. It, they, it, was, it, was just, it wasn't like interactive dialogue. It wasn't like, hey, what about you? It was just... Uh, don't you have this piece of equipment? And then, yes, I do. And yes, and then at one point, like they even counted, like they're trying to count themselves. Like there's four of us: one, two, three, four. And there's only three animals on the screen, people. Okay, so we're already fucking with kids' minds. And then they go, "Where's the fourth person?" Oh, speaking of dialogue, um, did you notice that every animal but the skunk talked normal, but the skunk was like, "Hey guys, you wanna go to the school? I oh. wanna go. I, I can't find anybody okay, over here." Okay, so. <laughs> they, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> The whole, the most of the episode takes place in the South Pole. And when they get there, I think it was like the beavers, like, I'm going to make snow angels. Skunks, I'm going to make snow skunkses. Also, uh, the reason they're in the South Pole is because they needed a place oh, to, to, sled. to sled. They're in a because forest. they were trying to do it in the 100-acre wood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
hold on first let's start from the very beginning let's start with the intro which by the way they just go around and the intro is just them saying like it just shows their names like you know whatever the hell it is and then one of them just like it is bonita beaver bonita beaver sammy the skunk and then there was like skip the rabbit and i and like in my mind i was like okay i will fine izzy the owl who was the biggest nerd with the biggest fucking tooth that owl yeah, she gave did. everyone shit. Yeah. And I thought he looked like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> the owl uh, at one point started like accosting the rabbit's utility belt. Yes. He's like, oh, don't you have the thing for this? And he just like got on his back and he's like, yeah, where's he? It's right here, right? So he's like, yeah, <laughs> back the fuck up. I got it. I'm right here. Yeah, and then teach children mm. that when you want something from someone, just go up and take it. No, yeah. And then and then later on, they're talking about the penguins. They're like, penguins are the most well-dressed birds. Can you look like they're wearing tuxedos? And this motherfucker gets offended. He's like, hey, while he's wearing goggles on the top of his head, and he has like he's a purple fucking owl. It's like, bitch, you're ugly. Like, don't fucking... Anyway. It's supposed to be educational, but they're just straight up <sighs> just showing you and telling you what penguins look like. So let's start. let's start from the very beginning. The show opens up, and they're they're they they say they're sledding. Yeah. They're sitting on a rug and they're being pulled on that rug. <laughs> I feel like I've seen homeless people do that before. <laughs> it just looks like preschoolers that don't know how a sack race works. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hot air balloon in the background. Oh, oh right, right, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> they're they're dragging themselves on a carpet in the dirt, and they have a fucking hot air balloon at their yes. disposal. Yes. And they're, as they're getting dragged in the dirt on this rug, they're like, wee, wee, wee. And for no reason, they get stuck. They don't show a rock. They don't show anything. They were gliding just perfectly fine. They get stuck. And then there's like, uh, hold on, did I even put it here? Yeah, uh, first of all, my first comment was, not sledding in all capital letters. Because yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Then they're just like, you know what? In order for us to sled, we need snow. We should go to the South Pole. They jump in this hot air balloon. They don't pack anything. First of all. Second of all, they get Well, there, they got Rabbit's utility belt. They get there in five minutes. Which to the South Pole. If they get to the South Pole in five minutes, they probably could have gotten to like Minnesota in 30 seconds. And may and I'm probably nitpicking here, but Jesus, come on. Like I, I, I Or if you want some slopes and moguls, man, go to fucking Aspen. Go to Boulder. And then and then okay, they Breckenridge, baby. They call that rug the sled. Right? That's fine. Whatever. I'll, I'll come. Let's say I went along with your stupidity. They're like, in order for us to sled, we need snow. Let's go to the South Pole. They show up to the South Pole and they go, oh, we don't have a sled. I was like, you motherfuckers came here to sled. <laughs> you didn't bring that stupid homeless rug to fucking at least try you're that taking shit? their apart like you're like a prosecutor, Augie. <laughs> So, all right, back to that one point where they're like, oh, there's four of us. Yeah. No, there's three. One of us is hiding. That was, that also came in a moment where it's like, let's sled. Someone's hiding. No, they're not because Sammy was on Beaver's tail. He just turned around. He's like, and the Beaver turned around and looked to find him and then went, I would have never looked there. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, yeah. we're yeah. giving this to our kids and then we're diagnosing them with ADHD and then yes. pumping them full of, yes. meth, you know, amphetamines. When that happened, when he was oh. hiding on Beaver's tail and the Beaver couldn't find him, they turned around. One of my notes is here. I was like, these animals do not know how to play games. They, they all, did all, all the wrong. while, too. They did hide and go the, seek wrong. The quality of this animation, it, it's three, it's like 3D, but 
There's the like the, the eyes. It's like Quinn's speech about the sharks out of his eyes. There are dead eyes and they red black eyes and then they roll over white and then screaming and the blood and there you go. <laughs> but no, seriously, yeah. they look fucked yeah, up. Very creepy. And okay, so in that in like a a, a, a twenty second period, let's let's go sled! Someone's hiding. No, they're not. Let's sled. No, let's explore. Yeah, that we, that was that is verbatim. I try to take that as much down as dialogue. possible. It's dialogue. The name of this fucking show is Sled Stuck, and they're just like, yeah, fuck sledding, basically. And well, then because they're stuck. Man. And then I don't remember the order of everything that happened. But then Miss Sally shows up, and I knew we all laughed because we're just like, first of all, what is this bitch doing hanging out in the South Pole? And 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 second of all. It's a lizard. It's yeah. a lizard, and but to it's me like also it's like reptile. this is this is your also this is your pilot episode. Who is this bitch? Like, I guess she's a teacher because they call her Miss Sally, but I don't. There's no introduction whatsoever to them. I don't. This is the pilot episode. It's like I just got mind wiped. I just forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Fuck. I I don't. I don't walk, bro. We, we haven't gotten to the best part when the beaver, you know. Besides, it goes swimming, but we'll get to uh, that later. So, lizard comes out of nowhere, and so, all right, they're just explaining, like, how, uh, no, no, all right, fuck it, we're there, because they're in the middle of just, they actually had, like, a diatribe of explaining how, like, penguins are, like, the only things that can, like, work in this kind of water, as cold as it is. Like, oh, they're only mammals that can really, like, go in there, or whatever. Because they have a layer of blubber, yeah. and they got it, which, by the way, okay, I learned a little bit, all right, cool, thanks, all right, and whatever. Then- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Fucking penguins got blubber. What the fuck? And they dress like they got tuxedos. Right? I learned something today, people. I've also been drinking beer, <laughs> which is how I would suggest you have your preschoolers watch this. Yeah, with a beer in their hand. And then after they just explain how, like, penguins are the only things that are native to this land. Mm-hmm. If you're native, if you're not native to this, don't go in that water. And then Benita the beaver immediately commits suicide. Yes. I know it's like that drunk friend is like, I'm gonna do it. I'm getting in the pool. And it's like, no, no, don't do it, dude. Immediately like, I'm like, doing it. I'm gonna see how they swim down there. Yeah, yeah. Birds don't swim. Yeah, she she puts on for those of you not not gonna watch it, which should be everyone. She puts on this headset that has a ma- like a a, a camera yeah. with a microphone, yeah. so that she's swimming along with the penguins who are fucking eating, and she's looking at them while talking perfectly normal underwater. By the way, um with a microphone explaining all this shit to them. And then the way that they justify this is she gets out of the water and she goes, man, that was cold, huh? It's like, you fucking bitch, you're supposed to be dead. Because what you just taught me right there is that if you're a child and for whatever reason, or if you grow up with this assumption and you bring a beaver to the South Pole and you throw it in the water... (laughs) Your beaver will still be alive. Your beaver will be fine. And it'll teach you something. Seriously. Like <laughs> it'll 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 come back up with a fact about penguins. Kids are like constantly observing. And they are. And they're not obviously they're kids, right? But they're not this dumb. They are gonna just get confused and dumber. At least tell them the right thing. They're gonna get and, confused. And that's exactly yeah. and that's exactly my point. Because when when we started when when we press play, you know, uh, I guess I like you. You lower yourself. You're just like, all right, I'm gonna dumb myself down so I can try to enjoy this, whatever. And then they started. I think, I think that's one of the reasons why we we enjoyed Tinga Tinga Tale so much is because we're like, all right, I'm gonna try to 
pretend I'm a kid for this. Exactly. And I tried to do the same thing with this, and it like it would get me aggravated because I'm sitting there like again with the counting thing. It's like one, two, three, four, and there's only three on the screen. I'm like, God damn it! I don't want you teaching my kids how to count. Exactly. That's fucking wrong. I remember there was an episode of the Magic School Bus where they were going to all the planets, and they were on like Neptune, and two of them got into like a fight, like the the geeky red haired kid, and he was like, I want to go, and they're like, No, we're not going. He took his fucking helmet off and his head froze. I swear to God, this is real. <laughs> and it was like, oh shit, we got to get back on the ship right now. <laughs> but but they had to keep everything. Shit just got real. First of all, they had to keep everything on because they're not going to fucking breathe in space just like a bunch of rabbits aren't going to live in Antarctica. <gasps> yeah. And then it was like, yeah, you know, again, magic school bus. Like yeah. that shit's like, yeah, we're we're in the blood vessel right now. Yeah. Um, we better stay in the fucking ship. Yeah, because it's not like we could be able to swim it around in your that veins. There were consequences, <laughs> right? So, it's about this time that at least I realize. I don't know if you guys noticed. For all I know, this could have been in the episode for the entire time up until this point. But I realize what this show, the music the show is set to, is fucking. Steel drum calypso music. <laughs> calypso music. As they're in freezing cold Arctic water, like, ding, 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 It's like, oh, what, what did, did you say about it, Robert? Like, oh, what, what was it? Something like, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> we're in freezing cold water. Might as well warm your oh, heart. So there's a, yeah, there's a great like South that. Park joke about the, they, the boys try to play this song against some adversary. They're like, we're going to warm your icy heart with a cool island song. Like, well, no, I thought we were going to cool his hot heart with a warm <laughs> island breeze. That was this right here. Yeah, it made no sense. <laughs> and then how do they... They well, start getting cold. They started getting cold. It started they snowing. Dropped. At a certain point, they were like sledding on their bellies like penguins. Yeah. And also at a certain point, it switched from 3D to 2D because I guess their budget started getting slashed mm-hmm. uh, because the National Wildlife Federation was like, we fucked up. And also, I remember it was around the time that it was like, I think it was Owl uh, like dipped his toe in the water and then froze. Yes. That was okay. That was what it was. It was that owl was envisioning himself, like he had that little cloud pop out of your head, and he's in three D, and his dream was in two D, and that makes sense. I missed that part. And he knows again. He's envisioning himself putting his toe in the water, and he turns into an ice cube. That didn't actually happen. That didn't actually happen. He was dreaming. Well, in that case, I, I take back everything I said no. about the show. No, Rich, that was but, the kick. That but, was the kick to yes. take him out of the dream. Here's the thing. He's envisioning himself in two D. He's envisioning himself in two D, putting his toe in the water, and he turns into an ice cube. But the fucking beaver just jumps in head first and is perfectly fine. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're negating yourself. It's just, I don't. I, they were constantly in near death situations <laughs> throughout every moment of this show. They were in peril. Their vital signs were probably off the charts. They died. The rest of this series is lost. It's like lost. They're all like in fucking purgatory. And here's another thing too. And 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 like we grazed over it really quickly. But yes, the the whole solution at the end was that they learned from the penguins that penguins slid on their stomachs. So in the end. They slid down a hill in their stomachs in the snow. And that was the they grand realization. They didn't need a, yeah, they didn't need a sled. We don't need a sled. When they did that, sleds. in my mind, I'm sitting Where there going. going, we don't need sleds. Exactly. <laughs> in my mind, I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, these motherfucking writers think they're probably like so proud of themselves that they thought of this connection. It's like, okay, so the sled gets stuck 
Yeah. But then they learn from penguins that they don't need a sled. Oh, it's like the, and the whole like writer's the, room is like, oh my god, that's genius. That's, that's fucking awesome. Yes. It's like the act change. That is amazing because adults wrote this. <laughs> oh my god. Adults had to at least put as much time into writing a full script of this. So they put in minimum 14 minutes into this one particular episode. Minimum. An adult. Do they, and what, uh, do we see them return to like a warm climate? No. Or do we just, just like, all right. They jump everybody. in the hot air balloon because the weather's getting too cold where it's getting dangerous. Yes. And it just go away. Right, the weather, it's actually like the conditions get bad enough. The conditions like, get bad right, enough where they have to leave. And go. they get in the hot air balloon and they just go away. And that's how the episode ends. Mind you, Miss Sally's still there fucking skiing her ass off like what? the lizard because she's having a great actually, time. Actually, she came she in over the like resort. intercom. You remember that? She like popped up on the rabbit's like, oh, iPad. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and she was like, come in, explorers. Like, that's, it's like they cut, it's like they reversed those two scenes. It's like, you should have been introduced to her <laughs> yes. first yes. and then seen her skiing and not the other way around. I also like to think that <clears throat> those same adults kicked around an ending to this that was more like the Donner party. Yeah. <laughs> where like the hot air balloon doesn't start and then they just have to start eating themselves, each other. Oh, yeah. I don't know what else. To, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's I just I would never if I put this on for my child and then walked away and then came back and saw if this was happening, I would like pull them out of the room by their hair. Good, because you'd be a good parent. I would. Be this a good is parent. legitimately again. You know, I'm not getting on a soapbox. Fucking but get on that box, bro. Fucking fucks do it. Kids up, dude. This dude. This type of shit confuses kids and when they're not able to hold a conversation that's another thing let alone pay attention just communicate with another human being all right because i always try to like Ugh. bring a theme back to to us sure. was there ever any, anything like you were confused about as a kid i was thinking about that about like some like something that gave me a misconception yeah. that i saw yeah i gotta think about that first i think that i probably thought like the the layers of like the earth we're like a lot more segmented than I think that they are. It's like, well, there's just this marble, and then there's like the cake layer and the hot layer, and then there you go. <laughs> whereas, like, whereas, like, we drew like a whole, like, we that drew is so mature. I don't know, but it's like, it, it occurs to me that, like, Nobody's ever been that fucking deep into the earth. Like, we don't have any fucking idea. Like, we have a very good guess, <laughs> you know and we've illustrated Because you know why you're going based off, you're going off based on those, like, those diagrams that have, like, the earth cut in half and opened up, and it's just, like, a, re a, a blue layer, then a green layer, then a red layer, then a yellow layer. And you're just like, oh, cool. Well, they just didn't okay. bake the cake. Card. I remember something real. I, I remember. This is really young. And yeah. this was just like an animated thing that I saw. Someone was trying to do like sort of like a poetic type thing, almost like a giving tree type thing. But I just remember I knew that um, paper was made from trees and that I thought for a little bit that if you planted paper into the ground, you could <laughs> grow a tree back. That is awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is great. You that, just you just put it back in the ground. That is 100% what I was, more so what I was talking yes. about. Because, like, for me, it was, like, one of those things where it's like, 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 oh, girls don't have peepees? Yeah. You know, which wasn't, like, no one even told you that. It's just something, because you have a peepee, you assume everyone has a peepee. -pee. Yeah, everyone must. Yeah. And then you figure out, no. Yeah. And then, and then... That's Five years later, you're like, oh, I get it all now. There's a very, like, literal way to the way kids perceive things. Like, they're just perceiving. They have yeah. no 
Okay. They have uh, no basis for anything. It's context. Yeah. What you, what you're provided uh, from society is context. Like you just perceive anything. We all perceive the same things. We just look and we watch them. But you need context mm-hmm. to, to understand them. Yeah. And when you give a child a fucked up context like this, then, it messes them up. Did 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 you ever have anything, Augie? No, I ain't gonna. I can't remember what I did last week. I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, I knew everything from the moment I was born. You know, fucking whatever. <laughs> I look. Here's the thing, and maybe that's why I'm a little bit pissed off. Is because it's like. Okay, I have baby cousins and stuff like that. I've seen my fair share of Dora the Explorer, and I I don't like it. I don't think it's entertaining, but it serves its purpose. It, they're doing the dialogue with the kids. They're teaching them, like, where is this? What color is red? What? And they're teaching yeah, yeah. the fucking They're teaching kids. them facts. Yes. It's not funny, and I don't think it's entertaining. I like SpongeBob, by the way. I'm the biggest fucking mark for SpongeBob you'll ever. I think out of all my friends, I'm the only one that's like, dude, I love. We had a SpongeBob surprise birthday party for me one time. Remember that? Yes, we did. For like your 26th birthday party? I might have been older than 26. <laughs> I was trying to be generous. Yeah, okay. Did you see the new movie? Uh, no, I've been trying to for the past like week and a half. I've been dying to go see the movie. Uh, yeah, I like to go with my brother and sister, and we want to go really high. So it's like, okay, so we haven't had the opportunity, but. I fucking get it right. I love SpongeBob. Like during in the in the afternoon, if that shit's on, there's gonna be a marathon. I'm like, yes, marathon. Put that shit on. I love SpongeBob. It's entertaining. Maybe not educational, whatever. But that's maybe I'm pissed off about this show because, again, Dora the Explorer is not entertaining, but it's educational. This they tried to be educational with the whole fucking penguins thing, but it just it it it, it was forced and. Everything else around, the, except for the penguins, was wrong. It was just, just wrong. You, just set your get, just set them down outside. Like yeah. if you, rather than make them watch this, just like put some dirt in their hands. They were also putting like a lot of implied context in there. Like they were describing how a penguin looks. It's like it looks like they're wearing tuxedos. Your audience doesn't know what the <laughs> fuck a tuxedo is. They don't know what a tuxedo is. So now they're gonna see an actual tuxedo. And I, like, that doesn't thing. look exactly there's like a thing. penguin. We're talking about this again. Growing up in Florida, I. I kind of didn't know what sledding really was. True. You know, yeah. I, I don't go sledding every fucking year. I don't know. <laughs> here's, here's a funny story. So, <laughs> about sledding. Uh, so, I was born in New Jersey, but I moved down when I was like two years old, so I didn't really know that much about snow or anything like that. So, when I went to go play juniors for hockey, I was like 18 years old, and it was fucking snowing up there. And uh, I was in Boston when there was like a big blizzard. And I thought, I was like, you can sled on anything. I was like, you know what? Because I thought <laughs> the snow will support you, whatever. So I literally walked into a fucking Burger King or a Wendy's, and I stole one of the little trays. And I was like, oh, this will be good. I'll be fine with this. I tried to sled on that shit for like 30 minutes. It did not work. So that's my dumb story about sleds. My, uh, yeah. I wish I was your friend then, dude. So bad. That'd be awesome. My, my stepdad is from Tennessee, and he was up there a few years ago. And for the first time in a long time in December, and uh, it had started snowing very unusually, but he'd never seen snow either. He from Tennessee grew up in Florida. He was driving along and he sees all this these like white specks. He's like, where's all this sand coming from? Where's all this sand coming catching on my windshield? And it's, it's snow. Yes, you would have been you would have been great to be one of our friends. Because another story from that is on our way up driving up to Connecticut it was me and two other guys that were on the hockey team. Um, again, we're just like, we've never seen this show before. And we see this lake that's frozen over and we like stop oh, no. over and we're just like looking. We're just oh, like, this is no. awesome. No, we didn't fall in or anything, okay. but St- we did just like grab a rock and we threw it and the sound it made. We're just like, Oh, that's cool. We must've spent 30 to 45 minutes <laughs> throwing, throwing rocks at this fucking lake that was frozen over and just hitting it. We're just like, Oh, that sound is cool. And then we try to get big ass rocks and try to break through. We're just like, Oh, look, there's a hole in the ice. <laughs> 
being the littlest kids possible. We're just like, this is cool. We're not used to this because we're from Florida. Let me posit something just because it popped in my head. Um, would you rather have your children watch this or make them watch like Nat Geo or Planet Earth? Where they might see like a hyena like shred like a young gazelle, but at least it's like Realistic. the African brains. You yes. know? And, and, and at least you can explain that. Yeah. 100%, like, well, 100% things eat other things. 100% Nat Geo, without a doubt. Like, the it, only, the only the problem, right answer. the only problem is, is that I feel like the Nat Geo would educate them more, but it wouldn't keep their ADD attention more. Like, they wouldn't be, yeah. like, glued to the TV where they right. were this stupid cartoon because yeah. it's colors. Well, we don't necessarily know that. Right. I feel like, like I agree. I, I don't think anyone's doing it because kids this are... is what it's being marketed for. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, you, uh, you're going to have a kid. Uh, this is all the stuff you're going to need to show them. And uh, you sit there, and they'll be fine. Whereas, like, yeah, just fucking do it. They might they might be enthralled by it. And if they aren't, then, like, whatever. They're uh, another kid. If they are, then <laughs> great. You have a kid that is yearning for, for uh, information. Knowledge and shit. You know, yeah. that's why... You think a, a fucking fetus likes Mozart? He doesn't give a shit about Mozart, but you play the fuck out of it for him in the fucking womb. <laughs> you just gotta, you know, I think that's like, from what I understand, one of the cool parts of having kids is getting to expose them to all yeah. sorts of different shit. Like, that, especially the shit you like. Yeah. But the, all sorts of stuff. And they'll hate you later on for it. Yeah. And like all the opposite stuff because of it. Yeah. But, you know, you gotta try your best. You got to. I, uh, I broke a couple ligaments skiing one, or sledding one time. Really? Yeah. Or like tour. I, I never got it like actually checked out. <laughs> um, in what part of your body? In, like in my knee. In my knee. Damn. Uh, we were in uh, Pennsylvania tubing down a, a hill. And uh, and yeah, my foot just caught like just the, my toe just caught in the bank and just whipped my fucking leg back. And my aunt was there, and she's a nurse, and she like was like, "Yeah, you need to be off this for a while." No, 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 this was tubing. Funny, funny enough, um, this morning while you're at work, um, Augie's mom came and talked to us for probably That's about right. ten yeah. minutes about how cool skiing is, which I have not tried. I would definitely try, but I have to say, and I didn't bring this up, but I hear of some pretty nasty ass injuries involved in skiing. Okay. I hear that snowboarding is gnarly. I hear as far just, as like snowboarding's Hard as shit, and you will wreck yourself. Yes. Uh, uh, quick. You might my, as well like ride a motorcycle a friend, down. One of my friends on my hockey teams. He's, he got sounds injured. cool. He got injured last year playing hockey. He couldn't play the whole season. Then this year he played like two games. He went he went snowboarding and fucked his wrist up, so he's out for the season again. We're just like Jesus Christ, just like sit at home with a bunch of pillows. Um, the skiing story that I have. Well, two. One is like whatever, not funny at all. So it was my aunt. She just went skiing a few weeks ago, and she didn't do that thing where like when you fall, you kind of like just gracefully fall she fucking just like poof like flat on her ass and legit went flat on her ass and broke her tailbone had to be fucking like escorted with an ambulance and all that shit had to be like bedridden sucks um but the other thing too is the first time I went skiing you get used to it if you know how to ice skate I loved it I was like I started with the bunny slopes it was fucking awesome it was great um but we had this friend of mine Andy who he unfortunately he borrowed my pair of windbreaker pants because he didn't bring any windbreaker pants and in skiing, if you don't know how to like make a pizza, pizza, French fries. Yeah, the pizza. You don't. That's how you slow down. But he just kept opening his legs and they kept kept opening, kept opening, kept opening. He split my pants and he was wearing them. And then like, he didn't know how to stop. So you get on that ski lift, 
right? And when you're on ski lifts, you have to get off really quickly. Oh my so god. So I get off the ski lift, I stop, I'm waiting for you know my other my cousin Ralphie, whatever. He gets off, he stops. My brother stop well, watching my brother when there was somebody else stops. This guy Andy gets off the ski lift and he goes and he tries to stop and he can't stop. And we're just like, Andy, Andy, stop, Andy, stop. And he like skis right by us, right? Andy, Andy, and then we just go. Bye, Andy. He's fucking going down the ski. And he's like doing that thing where he's like looking back at us like, I can't, I can't stop. Uh, I, I, in Gainesville, uh, with my old roommate, Tony Rada, uh, we shout would, to Tony Rada. Shout to Tony Rada, which actually, Tony, I have one more thing to say. Another shout to Tony Rada with a very funny story uh, in, in, uh, that pertains to all this. But the same thing with like bombing down a hill on a skateboard. Like you get going, mm. and like there's not a lot of great ways to stop. No, like no. you ride it out, and like I myself, <laughs> I'm not a great skater, mm-hmm. and I definitely had to just bail, and it was scary. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And the other thing was, uh, Tony uh, currently works for Cummins Diesel Diesel Engines, and they're located in Indiana, so they get a, their fair share of bad weather and winter and ice. Tony told me that this company, which employs like graduate doctorate students in engineering hired like a safety speaker that was like a penguin mascot <laughs> and and taught them as in this episode how to walk like a penguin no. so that you wouldn't oh slip on the God. ice it was like like don't hurry no matter if you're late or not and walk like a penguin like little steps or else you'll slip and fall this and wreck this would shit. be a week of the week walk like a penguin. <laughs> Yeah, I have a two on a show. But like, that's like a that's a I, real fucking thing. I I don't know if either of you gone skiing before. Thank you, Tony. Uh, skiing, okay. I don't know if you've gone skiing before. Skiing's awesome. Like, okay, you, you go on the bunny slopes. It's, it's like a ride. It's fun. Then you go on the whatever. And the, I don't know if it's green diamond, blue diamond, whatever it is. It's fun. When you start getting to the black diamonds, it's not so much fun anymore. It's work because it's so steep. Yeah, fuck that. And that's all you're doing is gay, like, dude. all you're no. doing is like, stop, 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 stop. All you're doing is trying to slow yourself down because if you don't slow yourself down, you're going down 100 miles an hour and you're going to hit something. And didn't Sonny Bono die like that or something like that? or yeah, Whatever. Anyway, it's like so the- I, don't know if this, I don't know if my mom told you the story about the whole skiing thing was because, um, again, I only did single black diamond. And it was, bro, by the time I got to the bottom of the, the hill, my fucking, my legs were burning. And it's very narrow because it's steep, but there are, like, on one side and the other side, if you don't control it, you fall, like, it's like a cliff. You fall at least 50, 100 I, feet to, I like, my not, case maybe not like your death, minutes but you'll be you hurt. <laughs> Sorry. No, but, no, no. But you're, but, you're just but, articulating but it even The reason more, why dude. I'm bringing it up is because my mom tried to, like, my mom's story is that like, she tried to, like, she was on a date. This was before yeah. my dad and all this stuff. So she, she told you the story? Yeah, she was, was trying to impress some guy. She was trying to impress some guy, and he's she's, he's like, you want to go double black diamond? She's like, yeah, sure, no big deal. And this is, like, the second yeah. time she'd ever gone she ever fucking said the, the guy she was with was like, where's your goggles? And your mom's like, no, I don't own any fucking, fucking goggles. And the guy was like, here, take my goggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So luckily enough, my mom lived and I was able to be born. So not only cool. did she live, uh, the guy she said she went over. What are those things called? Moguls. Moguls. She was going over moguls, getting fucking air. Augie's mom getting air. Yeah, getting air. And then she stops at the bottom, and the guy she's trying to impress was fucking impressed. <laughs> Mission accomplished. He's like, oh, you're alive. Cool. <laughs> but he says something on the bottom of the hill, like you've never skied before, have you? And she's like, yeah, not really. But I don't know. These uh, Robert said it. I, I know I can't think of it. What about you, Rich? What about things like that? In that when you were, you had misconceptions of when you were a kid. 
It was, I was, I was trying to think about it as I, the question popped in my mind and I, I'm pretty sure it was the example that I gave. Yeah. It was just like, Oh yeah. I don't know about peepees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good drop. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that I don't know about peepees. I don't know about peepees. I drove the problem uh, to Buick. Uh, I mean, yeah, if I, it'll definitely be on my mind now. So if I think about it uh, by the next podcast, I'll definitely okay. make mention of it. But I'm pretty sure, like, that's probably it. Well, yeah, we'll 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 make sure to recall it. We got a whole show to watch. Uh, I thought this was just in a in effect cartoons had on me. I thought you could like effectively hide behind trees yeah there you go that makes sense <laughs> i i it was it was in pre-first which don't make me explain what that is it's not pre-k but it's not first grade it's pre-first i feel like along those same lines that like all you needed to do to fix like a flat tire was to like tie a band-aid around it and, <laughs> and like oh the tire is good whatever and because of full house i called this girl that i had a crush on in that in my class a major babe <laughs> that's so great wait oh yeah to which ahead. she took it as what we now know as sexual harassment ah. and she went and told on me to mrs vigneri as she as i told her that she was a major babe and she's like i'm telling on you she goes her way i head for the tree in the corner of the playground and just i just <laughs> I stand behind it a big pine tree <gasps> and then obviously it was no ruse. The jig was up. Ms. McNary came over to me and like sat me down, told me like, why not to do that. In terms of and ever things, since then, yeah. I've respected the shit out of women. Man, in terms of saying things that you totally should not have said, I was such a huge Back to the Future fan. I think I've told you this story before, but I was a huge Back to the Future. Still am, but I remember I called I called my brother. I was like four years old. I called my brother a bastard. Like Marty does. <laughs> and my mother lost it. She's like, don't you ever say that again. Speaking of being a big fan, this is kind of like a callback to when Spencer was on the show. Uh, and it kind of correlates to this because this is not educational whatsoever. I would rather my kids a million times over watch Animaniacs than this fucking show. Animaniacs yeah. to me was one of the most educational shows and i know they had their like comedic and things like that and it was like pop culture but i'm telling you verbatim in middle school i aced the fuck out of my state capital test because of that wacko song it was like i can to this day i can still go baton rouge louisiana indianapolis indiana and columbus is capital of ohio there's montgomery alabama south of helena montana and denver colorado next to boise idaho and i can do the whole fucking entire song and i'm not gonna do the entire song but i still i still can because of that song, I got a hundred fucking percent on that shit. And then they had other songs. They had the Nations of the World. Mm -hmm. They had fucking ones with like, um, uh, like, 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 uh, goddamn ingredients, they had the ingredients. They had the presidents. They had like, it was like all this other shit. And it's like those are song songs that were cat. Oh, the planets. They had the planet song too, mm -hmm. and they we had stuck in your head. And then you would go and you just like basically like just be singing along in your head while you're taking a test and you're just like this shit fucking works my parents loved that i was watching animaniacs well because we would that. be remiss if we didn't mention the aquabat show that we just watched yeah i mean the way that you can you can inspire kids that's another thing you can educate them you also you just inspire, inspire their creativity yeah. like by be by playing by writing up to them not writing down to them yeah you have to write up for yeah. any human being we are a smart primate like we're not that dumb and 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 here's the great thing is like in the aquabat show 
this happened to me with Ren and Stimpy, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for example, in the the Aquabat show, like a kid's watching that, and they hear that like ants can and can carry up to fifty times their weight, and then they're like, "Oh, cool, that's a thing for the show." And then they hear that in the class, they're like, "That shit was right." Fuck you! Yeah, for real. Uh, I was watching an episode of Ren and Stimpy one time, and it was like a Tooth Fairy episode, and they were talking about like nerve endings in the teeth. And then I remember I like lost a tooth very recently after that. I'm like, holy shit! There are those nerve endings that Ren and Stimpy were talking about. Honestly, too, that Aquabats episode kind of being based around like you need to eat. Well, it's like. Yeah, you fucking need to eat. Kids hate eating sometimes, but hey, look, if you don't fucking eat, you can't fight. You don't have any energy. The difference between, I feel like the difference between Aquabats and Ren and Stimpy and Animaniacs is that it's not, it's educational, but it's not forced down your goddamn throat. It's not like, this is Ren and Count Gates. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you're just entertained and it just so happens to be fact. Mm -hmm. That's it. I feel like, like Sesame Street does a pretty good job of that. That's the gold standard. Yeah, is that is you can you can talk to way mm-hmm. little kids mm-hmm. in a very mature way. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys ever? I didn't want to bring it up, but like there is a Sesame Street uh, where they discuss like the death of of like, yeah. one of the guys. Yeah, and like I just watched they, it for the first time like six months ago. Fucking unbelievable! I was going through one of my old yearbooks, and in the back of it, we had one of those things where it's like, oh, here's all the crazy things that happened in the world this year. Uh-huh. And one of them was they introduced a, a a character on Sesame Street that had AIDS. Yes, that had yeah. AIDS. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's for real. I mean, you're... they do all that. They do not just that. They do racial stuff. And uh, yeah. I think there was like a gay character at one point too. It's like they don't give a shit. They're just like, look, we're gonna teach you how the fuck this shit is. This shit's in the world. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep it real, you little kids. This is the streets. So for the record, people, for the record, people, yes, we will pick up Sesame Street, but we ain't fucking picking up this wild baby animal yeah. bullshit. Oh, yeah. No one, no one is. Speak for all yeah, of us. Yeah, exactly. It's a unified voice. No one's. <clears> a resounding no. Not only did this show not make it, it ruined its 10 year magazine. <laughs> I have this thing, too. And if you guys want to uh, like jump in on like, I'm kind of getting concerned about like, we're just making junk. And it's either like it maybe this doesn't have like a physical um, presence. It's not like a big it's not like a a bag of garbage, but it's like a mental and creative bag of garbage. It's high fructose corn syrup for the brain. Yes. And I think in the grand like the the super consciousness or whatever, it's like it's bad. Like stop making shit like it's not just not good. It's bad. Like don't make this. And that's how I felt like with with. With the fucking Teletubbies, like I, I don't, I don't remember seeing a full-on episode, but for the most part, it was just trippy shit, and they didn't educate kids whatsoever. It was a kids show, because the, the sun was made out of a baby, and the fucking, it was the fucking weirdest. All it was was trippy shit that adults would really enjoy on mushrooms or fucking high as hell, but doesn't teach your kid a fucking thing. I mean, it's just, I'm, it's just there to take away their attention. I'm all for certain forms of escapism. But uh, yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. I feel like like Yo Gabba Gabba is like good as far as like a, it's a good creative endeavor. I don't know how educational it is, but I know it's very popular. Um, uh, but that also just reminded me real quick because we should probably start wrapping things up. Yeah. Uh, but you you were the one that brought up Teletubbies, and I think you should be the one to tell the story about how you almost beat someone's ass in a yellow Teletubby. Oh, just okay. Just kind of round things out. It's just a dumb story. It has nothing to do with. I didn't educate anybody that day, people. Well, anyway, whatever. So. Uh, a lot. Of, I don't know if anybody. A lot of people know that. Like you know, a lot of us were. Uh, the, as, I mean, Robert Rich, me, uh, Tope, kind of. 
Uh, the Swaggle anyway. Squad. Anyway, we were in a group called Araka, which is an improv comedy troupe, and basically we all had our own color ties that we had to do. And so for one Halloween show, we're just like, look, we just got to get a costume that's your color tie. <clears throat> so mine was yellow. And I was like, well, fuck it. There's not many things that can be yellow. And last year I was a bee already, so it can't be a bumblebee again. So I bought a Teletubby costume. I bought a full-on Teletubby costume that was hot as shit. And, dude, it's... You gotta uh, maybe I'll give I'll send you guys a picture so you can post it on whatever on your Instagram or whatever, and but full on Teletubby costume with a pillow in the stomach made me look fat. I, I look like a legit Teletubby, and I remember going to this party afterwards where we got you know a little drunk, we're having a good time, whatever. And at the time, I was with this uh, Lauren, and I don't, I don't think we were engaged or whatever. I was with this Lauren. I was with this Lauren. The best way yeah. to ever put this. I didn't mean to put say it that way, but it. it fraudulent slip so anyway i was with this girl named lauren uh and and this guy was like you know they're playing like music whatever and he's trying to dance with her like get up all up on like behind her and she had told him yes yeah, yeah, yes yeah, yeah. and he had told and she had told him like twice like no like no like get, go away like, go away and he wouldn't stop and then at one point he's like basically raping her on a dance floor like fucking grabbing her and like trying to dance with her so of course she and comes. It's not like, like Lauren. It's not like she was like a damsel in distress or anything. Nah, like she could like hold her she own. She can hold her own, but then like you know she tells me about it and I see it and I'm like, all right, well I need to defend my girl and I fucking walk up full on Teletubby costume and like fucking basically push this guy. I was like, hey man, you need to chill the fuck out, all right? And I'm trying to be all hard and I'm in a Teletubby costume. Everyone else is having a great old time laughing at my ass. I'm trying to hold back a smile because I'm trying to be pissed off and trying to be like, hey, man, stop fucking my girl. But I'm like, but you I'm see in a Teletubby costume. <laughs> you see what's happening in your head. I, I know what's going on right now. By the way, he wasn't in costume at all, so they yeah. just looked horrible. Your adversary is a, is a person who was not, like, just a douchebag. This was, like, a weird cat. Like, <laughs> maybe not cat. all there. So. More of the stories, I he did go away and I scared him away. So I was like, you know what, man? I must be, like, fucking super mega hard. I must be hard fucking core if I just did that shit in a Teletubby costume, motherfucker. Either that or it was like the combination of the two or it was just like too much to like wrap like, your head around. Like, why is there a Teletubby yelling at oh me? Oh my God. It's like in the old cartoons where the man, the bum is like drinking and they see like the pink elephant run by and then they just dump it out. <laughs> and walk down. Like, I've, God yep, damn it. I've had enough. Halloween fights are the fucking best like yeah i've seen so many great stories of halloween fights that's just one of them mm -hmm. we'll get into that later for some halloween yeah. episodes but yeah god yeah. damn it man all right Whew. so again hey thanks for hanging in there everybody this was fun to talk about not fun to watch no one gives a shit about this show it was a fun process like how we finally got to something yeah um we will be checking out uh midsummer murders murder midsummer murders we will be checking that out very soon Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, hey guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, do us a big, big favor. We're going to need you to subscribe. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. Also, ratings and reviews. Those are a huge help to us. We love feedback. Um, again, shout out to everybody we mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, we love tweets, emails, posts on Facebook, comments uh, for photos, tweets, anything like that. It is a huge help, and it, it drives the project. It's very nice. Um, yeah, you can find us a variety of ways. You can find us on Facebook at uh, www.facebook.com slash podcast. Thank you. You can find us uh, on Twitter at PickedUpPod, and you can email us at uh, PickedUpPodcast at gmail.com. Oh. Yeah, dog. 
That's all for the show. Again, uh, look out for more stuff. I'm totally going to tweet some Flash covers. Do they, it. They're, and they're those tweets will be coming shit. from? Oh, M. Bravo, M. Bravo. Thank you. I'd be happy to. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at M. Bravo, M. Bravo. Actually, we have a goal this weekend to make me an Instagram. Yes. So yes, by, uh, by next picked up, I'll have an Instagram for you guys as well. Augie, Rich, you guys got plugs? Uh, I'll just go ahead and do myself real quick. At Rich Kami on Twitter, at Rich Kami 4 on Instagram. Rich C into the search bar on Audible, and I'm the first fucking cocksucker. Wait, no, I'm not a cocksucker. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it, but it's not me. That's just not who I am. But I'm the first result if you put in Rich C, which is pretty dope. Um, and then this dude right here. All right, so... Let uh yeah check out my Twitter uh at Augie Artilis A U G I E A R T I L E S uh I, I'm gonna explain right now really quick because I get a lot of shit for it but I don't give a fuck the premise of my Twitter I do label every single time I put it in quotes and I t- I put Augie Artilis as if I quoted myself it's just because I say stupid shit sometimes and I don't I don't decide what I tweet Rich right here. And mullet, if you've listened to Podswoggle or Blank Slate or anything like that, or fuck it, Robert or any of my friends, they'll be like, "That is an Augie Artillis, which is just something stupid." Some stupid, something stupid that no one on the face of God's green earth would ever say, except for Augie. So I don't think I have like one sincere tweet on there that I was like, "I just need to tweet this." Well, maybe like all some of my your early tweets, but I remember when you first got the Twitter. You're like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this thing. I don't know what the fuck in general. Yes, I gave you guys so fucking control. Mo and I were just like, you said something that you would say, and Mo and I were just like, this is what this is for now. And it, I had to explain that. I had to contextualize that to Spencer this past week, and it, uh, and then like, because he was just, what? What is? Why is Augie quoting himself? And he's like, <laughs> oh, this is why. He's like. That's fucking funny. It legit makes me laugh. Like I, I go from time to time, and I go to my Twitter and I read. And I'm like, how do I say something? You're like the curator of your things. own museum, Augie. Ridiculous. <laughs> so follow me on fucking Twitter. Uh, Instagram is uh, Araka A R A C K A Augie A U G I E. Yes, there's two A's back to back. Fucking put it in. Uh, yeah, and just listen to us. Pause. Nah, not really. I just always look at it. I'm like, why did I put two A's back to back? Anyway, whatever. So yeah, and, Instagram and, yeah. and Podswoggle, Podswoggle.com, oh, yeah. Podswoggle, Podswoggle Network, Podswoggle. all that stuff. All that shit. That's yeah. my main. Heck yeah. Uh, Blank Slate Mary Mary's Movies, uh, upcoming projects, all that good Yeah, stuff. Mary Movies, Blank Slate. Make sure you check out all the Podswoggle on it. And there may be some other shit coming down the pike. We promised on Podswoggle this is going to be a big year for us. And we have some projects on the horizon that are going to be great. And Marcho Madness started. Um, this week, the selection shows on Podswoggle, and uh, the bracket should be up soon if it's not up already. So fill out a bracket, and you'll win a prize that is yet to be determined, but it'll be a dope ass prize. Last year, we gave away a year subscription to the uh, WWE Network. Fucking back awesome when you asked, used to have to have like a six month subscription. I fucking love stuff that's like so doable like that, but like awesome. Like I'd be fucking stoked if I got that. Somebody paid me for like paid like Spotify or something for me for a year. Yeah. That's fucking dope. But yeah, definitely check it out. And please, please, like, on p- every show, picked up, wherever you listen to it, just take two seconds. It takes two seconds to fucking review. Put a review. You don't have to put, if you want five, if you like it, put five stars. If you don't, put three. I don't, whatever the fuck, whatever you feel, just review. I'm not asking you to put the best review. I'm just asking you to put a review, whatever you think of it. Just go out there and review because it does help. This is the prosecution's closing statement. Yeah. I mean, if people can rate this motherfucking show three stars on Netflix, all right, you guys can come out and True. review. That, that took at least a minimum, again, 14 minutes. It'll take you much <laughs> less than 14 minutes to write a review for us, you guys. 
Oh my god. What? Okay. And thank you all so much again for Robert, for Rich, for Augie. Uh, thank you for tuning into this very special episode of Picked Up. Um, we will catch you next time. Thanks for picking us up. I know we had to watch a shitty show, but at least you guys were in Miami watching the shitty show. I'm going to Miami. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment. Welcome to Dilettante Ball. I'm Johnny Spencer. We click a random article. We talk about it. <laughs> I got it. Me and Mother did it before one of the. Uh, yeah, horrible.